There he is. Hey. Look at him. <laughs> uh, what the is man, the myth, the legend? There he is, man. There he is. Season premiere of the Legion of Raw, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. What too? Here he is. Man, forget yeah. the Raw season this premiere. This guy. This guy. This guy this right man. here. There he is. Oh, nice. Season premiere, ladies and gentlemen. Of the Legion of Raw with two. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Vince Russo, what'd you think of Raw, man? <laughs> Bro, come on. We we always start off on such a bad foot. Well, we started with toots, man. Toots, we toots always start off with uh toots toots started. I don't know, bro. What'd you think, know. man? Season premiere. Big season, season premiere, right? big season premiere, bro. Season finale so did this, three did, last week. Let me ask you a question. Did they change the rating on this show yet? Nope. Still okay, so may, maybe this show was designed to set up the ratings change because they kept bleeping everything out and everything. Is that a possibility? No, I doubt it. I doubt really? It. I think it was, yeah, I think it was just DX being PG. But I, but bro, they were they were uh, bleeping out the the fans chanting "Holy Shit!" Right, they were. That's the reason why they were bleeping it out because they're PG. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have bleeped it out if it wasn't PG. But that's why I'm saying, bro. Do you think it was a setup to be so heavy with this stuff, and now they're going to come back and say, "Ah, because we will bleep. We're no longer going to be, you know, PG." You don't think so? I doubt it. No, no. I think it'll be PG. And even if it's not PG, I mean, I don't. So what? I mean, I don't see the difference that it yeah. would would make if it, if people were saying the S word. So, what do you think, man? This is the Caesar premiere, Vince. Season premiere. We've got we got a return of uh Brock Lesnar. And we got DX uh weave throughout the show and uh just a random segment at the begin at the end of the show. Yeah, you know, again, bro, there there are just um there were just so many there was just so much lame wrestling stuff in this for me. I'm gonna get in trouble again. You know, Raju got me so much heat last week. With with the clips he chose, he chose, bro. He got me so much heat last week, bro. Uh, where I was hearing from half the WWE roster. Yes, indeed. Yes. Um, did I not tell you, bro? They they missed the biggest opportunity in the world, and this this is what definitely would have happened if I was writing this show. Now you said, bro. DX were going to be victims of Judgment Day, and I said, "No, bro, this is this is this is ego. That's true. They're not going to play victims to anybody." However, then then we had Bray Sunday night, yeah, and we had Bray throughout the night tonight, yeah, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, bro. If Bray comes out and lays all these guys out, I will be the very first one to put them over. And I was holding out hope. Or I'm looking at my clock. I'm holding out hope that that's what the, that place would have came unglued. Yeah. 
unglued and I'm holding out. But we did not. We did not. Nothing, nothing. We got about three segments, bro, here on this show. There were three segments that went off just like really, really flat. Yeah. And bro, you got to discuss that when you're when you're writing the show. You you've got to make sure we were always, always very um cognizant of 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 a segment ending flat Mm -hmm. and there were three segments on this show that i think ended really flat and that's that's not knowing how to end the segment yeah so so it ends flat and i mean we can run down this whole show but um just um i you know bro they could have they could have blew that place up if they would have done that at the end but i'm Mm -hmm. telling you bro egos won't allow that yeah, egos won't allow that, bro. Yeah, we saw that. Well, we saw in the beginning with Triple H in suit, uh, basically getting uh, the geriatric exes, a uh, road dog would say. Very, very good call there by Brian. Uh, and well, he said at the end, but in the beginning, we saw that uh, with you know, hey, let's just let's spice it up and you know, say some expletives, you know, and bleep them out. And you can't say that, and we got to, and it's just. So basically, we got a um, a corporate version of DX in the very beginning. What do you think about? That? Well, we got a corporate version of of DX in the very. They 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 tried to be tongue in cheek funny, and it was okay. Um, when they got to four hanging cocks, I was like, yeah. all right, bro, like it, we're 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 back to being twelve. Like, yeah. you know, I mean that that whole thing. And again, bro, that's who they're placating to um but uh you know they they tried to be a little clever there with with hunter the boss saying we can't do this and we can't do that so i mean i i i give them credit for that being a little clever but again uh they couldn't end it without something absolutely ridiculous and that's why bro i'm telling you as more and more of these shows take place i really am i'm really starting to question vince mcmahon's absence I I really am, bro, because I'm I'm seeing a lot of things in this show that were no different than when he was doing it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I was I, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of this segment. To be honest with you, man, it's just I'm like, ah, okay, here we go again, tongue in cheek. Oh, okay, well, that's another you know 1997 joke. You know, it just it just didn't fly with me, man. I just I just didn't get uh, attached to the to be the beginning segment. I was like, okay, if this is a if this is a template of how the show is going to be, it's going to be a stretch. And so, but uh, at at the same time, though, I did like the the segment after that. I I like the bloodline, man. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the bloodlines. Just aura. I'm a big aura fan. I'm presence. You know, it's about presence to me when it comes to wrestling characters and i like the presence of the uh, bloodline i wish that they could use that presence uh to have a really good feud with somebody better because right now they're just having solo sakura winning mid-card matches back on raw and smackdown i like Sami Zayn. i know that you're not the biggest fan of Sami Zayn, but i, I like sammy's character uh he, he sammy Zayn is one of those people who really spends a lot of time honing in on his character and that's the reason why that match with uh johnny uh, knoxville was over so much because it was it was fun it was very character driven and i like sammy man i like what they're doing with that so i, I personally you know uh like that part 
Uh, but the Matt Riddle interference, that was a little odd to me. That's where it went down the toilet. And I'll tell you for a couple of reasons, bro. And I can't believe they did this. And again, God, I, I, I have to take this out of my vocabulary. It's in the writing. I got to take that out of my vocabulary. Um, Bro, here's what they did in front of what looked like a sold-out crowd in Brooklyn. I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt and say it was sold out. Mm -hmm. Here's what they did to the crowd there and the crowd at home. We're not going to give you – we're not going to give you a riddle and a reins. We're going to give you something far less attractive. I, I mean, that's what they did in the first segment of the show. Oh no, bro, we're not going to give you. We're not going to give you. Uh, you know, we're not going to give you Riddle and Reigns, but we'll give you this, yeah. which was like, you know, paled in comparison to. I'm like, why would you do that, bro? Yeah. To a sold out crowd and your crowd at home. That's the m- match they want. That's the match you're teasing. Now nah, we're not going to give you that. We're going to give you Riddle and Sami Zayn. And this is where I said that this, this, the end of this segment felt really, really flat. Yeah, really flat, bro. I agree. I wasn't a big fan of the Riddle insertion there, and just it just really didn't make sense, man. I just I don't know. This is I just really... don't know why you would do that, bro. Yeah, exactly. You got a hot crowd. Yeah. A hot crowd. yeah, we know you want this. But we're not going to give you that. But one. I don't even think they want it riddle. I mean, you already have a hot segment with the development of Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn is starting to get cheered. There might be a turn there. There's some dissension going on with Jay. Jay and Sami's relationship was never good. Now Roman Reigns is kind of siding with Sami. You're wondering what's going on there. That's story to me. And and I'm buying into the story during the segment and see where this goes. And all of a sudden, bro, I'm like, what like it just it was a weird pivot to me i just didn't understand how you would write that in uh the story i was much more intrigued when i heard bro it was a buzzkill to me it was like i'm i'm buying into this story between the descendant and the bloodline and then and riddle come out as if i'm as if this is adding to the segment i thought it took away from the segment more than added to and bro here's another idea i'm just throwing out there bro i know how much trouble i got into for the racist cop bro so i'm just throwing this out there off the top of my head but again bro this could have been another dx opportunity Mm. bro say we never saw them up top Say we didn't see them at all. We open with Reigns and we get the big pop. Mm -hmm. They cut that promo and say DX comes out. Okay, now again, bro, this is just starting the show. Now you got me hooked. Now the fans are getting unglued. Bro, I'm reading online all week long about Sean Waltman like saying he's got one more left in him. Well, why wasn't this it, bro? He wants to be in the Rumble, that's why. Well, whatever. Why wasn't this it? Instead of Riddle, why wasn't it Sean Waltman and those guys on the – like, bro, see, again, that, that's Vince Russo writing television. You're not expecting to turn on this show and seeing Sean Waltman wrestle in the first five minutes of the show. Now, bro, if Sean wasn't talking about wrestling again or anything else like that and he's retired, I wouldn't be saying this. Yeah. But he's talking about – wrestling again but again he probably doesn't want to be in an actual match though that's the thing he royal rumble is just a spot a couple spots some time to you know 
relax and chill. He probably doesn't have the stamina to, to, to do one more match. Yeah, bro, I think if you wave money in Sean Waltman's face, I think he's having another match. But <laughs> but I'm 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 just saying, bro. Yeah, there yeah. there were so many there there were so many places to swerve and curve here yeah. tonight, and it just it just didn't happen. Speaking of swerve and curve, hit me, hit me, hit me. So Rey Mysterio defeats uh, Chad Gable. That was just a random win by Rey Mysterio. This leads to Judgment Day. Oh, it's time for Joey. It is time for an early insert. We got early toots, and now we got early Joey. Time out, time out, time out Joey. Time out, Joey. You're going to sit there and skip just... Something? You're just gonna blow by. Theory. Oh, Gargano! Oh, you're, yeah. you're just gonna blow by that main event of Theory and Gargano, bro. What the How world? How could I? You're just blowing past what the world is waiting for, bro. That goes to show how much I didn't care about. Oh my god, bro! Yeah. Please. Okay, you can go back to Rain Gable now. Okay. So, what do you? I mean, this these are two of your favorites, man. What do you what do you think? Aaron Gargano. Catch, yeah, this catch is catch can match, man. Bro, don't don't ask me. Don't don't ask you why. Let, let's go back to Ray. Well, you've already got a lot of heat this week. Yeah, Say let's something. Just go, let's just go back to Ray and Gable. Let's talk about. Hey, real Ray. quick, I think. Would you say the theory's officially in the doghouse after? after? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Why Absolutely. do you think he's in the doghouse? He probably questioned something, or somebody felt he had a little chip on his shoulder, or um, you know, see, he he did something, so now they got to put him back in line. I heard that there was some ex extracurricular stuff that uh, he was involved in that got him in the interesting and in the and in the, in the doghouse. So it's uh, pretty pretty interesting. So Ray and Gable, um, Judgment Day. He gets insulted and assaulted by uh, by Judgment Day. Uh, Ray gets uh, insulted and assaulted by Judgment Day, and so this ended up with a very long and drawn out segment of Dominic. Keep telling Ray to hit him. He doesn't. He gets hit. He gets six one nine. Looks like his nose got uh, at least he got bloodied. I mean, Vince. What are we doing with this? I'm going to give credit here. I'm going to give credit so I can put something over, okay? First of all, they were smart enough to do the Dominic hit me, hit me, hit me without him holding a microphone. Yeah. Okay, so that was good. You know, no, 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 no mic. Just, you know, uh, the, the, ring, the ring mic picked that up. Ray's emotion was good. I thought Ray's emotion was very, very good. Bro, I thought that 619 looked like dog poo poo, bro. <laughs> I mean, it looked, it literally looked like he didn't want to kick his dad. I mean, yeah. that, that's what it looked like. He really didn't want to lay that in there because it was his dad, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, even, you know, I, I get the, the, the hit me without the mic, man. But again, man, to me, I'm like, okay, so what's the end game here? Like, at least give me some type of layers. I, I still see the same, oh, you know, Dominic is, you know, trying to make his dad mad. So is Ray going to go with Judgment Day or is he going to finally get his come up as against Dominic? They're going to have the if match. Does, bro, bro, they're, they're going to the match. They're going to the match. And then Ray beats Dominic or something. And then Judgment Day starts. They start getting on Dominic. Then Dominic does the turn. Then it's Ray and Dominic against, against Priest and Finn. Yeah, exactly. 
That's it. That's it in a nutshell. I think I said that probably a few, a couple, a lot of months year, ago. Years, years, yeah, a few years ago. Yeah, I said that back in 2020. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I think I said that a couple of months ago. I, I, I see that. I can see that happening, but to me, it's just dragging out too much. I agree. I agree with dragging. you. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. Yeah, I, I don't. Um, I still don't buy Dominic as a heel. I'm still not, I don't either. I'm not convinced, man. I don't either. I don't, bro. I don't. I think he needs to grow some facial hair, but it seems like he's having trouble growing it. There wasn't enough to the story, bro. There had to be more of a reason why. Yeah, why does Dominic hate that? Ray so much? That's what I'm That's saying, what bro. That's why we feel the way we do. Yeah. There's not enough there. I don't get you, it. You, you and I are fathers, bro. If our sons are going to hate us, and there are sons that hate their fathers, it's for a a good, deep rooted, yes. decades long story, yeah. bro. Not oh, you're choosing edge. Come on, man. yeah. And you want to lash out? You want to tell people why you hate your dad? You right. don't just be like, I hate you, dad. I hate you. Right. And yeah. he's like, and you're like, hit me, dad. I hate you, but hit me. And he's like, no, I don't want to hit you. Yeah, hit me though. I hate you. Hit me. I, I don't get it. I, no, I, as, because <laughs> they didn't tell the story, bro. That's as why. A, That's the standpoint of being someone who does family therapy. I don't understand the logic behind. I hate you, dad, but I don't want to tell anyone why I hate you. That doesn't, that's not how it works. Typically when there's dissension and when a child hates his father, typically he lets people know why, because he wants an outlet of, because he feels abandoned. He wants to tell people why he hates his dad. Right. But saying, I just hate you and I want you to hit me though. I just, I don't understand how that makes sense and how the, those dots connect. Yep. And I still don't get that. That's the reason why this is being confusing to me of, of why this is going on. And bro, and it's so easy to do because the brainwashing should have been, you know, Dominic, he chose wrestling over you. Yeah. I mean, that 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 should have been the story. Bro, listen, anybody don't believe me, there's a million there's a million interviews on YouTube with Julian Lennon and his legitimate beef towards his dad, John Lennon. And that's the story. I'm sure if you had that conversation with David Flair, mm. that's the story, bro. It's as clear as day. And all it would have took was for Rhea Ripley to get in his head. You know, you were always second. How many birthdays did he miss? Did he miss your first home run? How much time did he spend with your mom? That's that's the story, bro. Yeah. The story was there. Yeah. Bro, you got to know how to write to tell stories, and yeah. you can't live in the bubble to really know real-life emotion. And it's like the turn started when Edge chose right. – uh, he chose Edge over him. Right. I'm like, really? You've been doing tag. You've been doing a bunch of tag team matches, you know, for weeks before you were tag team champions. He wanted to wrestle with Edge. Like that made him hate him. That made you hate him because he chose Edge to go against Judgment Day. That just, I, I don't understand. To me, that's not a good, that's not good enough substance for me to really buy in and no. sink my teeth into this. It just, I, I'm really not buying this, man. We'll see where it goes, but it's like week after week causing ray to feel this way 
Okay, we'll, we'll see, but I'm not buying into it. This led to Judgment Day cutting a promo interrupted by AJ Styles. Uh, this causes Anderson and Gallows to, to return. Um, you know, I wasn't talking about y'all. Um, and I'm cool with this. As far, as far as the season premiere, Anderson and Gallows coming back, you know, that was a bit of a surprise to people. So I, I imagine the Brooklyn crowd was surprised about it. So they enjoyed it. And now we're getting a new angle by Judgment Day with AJ and Anderson and Gallows, but we're still doing Ray, though. And then there's still Edge when Becky comes back. So where does all this where does all this go though <laughs> they don't know i mean yeah. they, they they couldn't tell you i mean there's yeah. no way in the world they could tell you where all this is going bro i anderson I, bro it, it's exactly what you say and you say it week after week after week what was anderson and gallows for bro it was for the pop for the pop it was for the pop in that house season premiere it's it's for and and i'm going to say this again Bro, listen, I'm very thankful. Anderson and Gallows had me on their show once, and I thought those guys were phenomenal, funny. I had an absolute blast, and I'm very thankful for them. But, bro, I'm going to go back to the casual audience. We're getting into that bullet club stuff that the casual audience knows nothing about. Mm -hmm. So Gallows and... um, Anderson and Gallows coming back. The casual fan is not excited about that, bro. The, the the fans you have are the fans that know the history of the Bullet Club with Finn and all that are. Yep. The casuals don't know none of that, bro. So if you were to have – so I see the good, here's the good thing about this, the, all about all these stables that's going on. The good thing I do like about this is the fact that Survivor Series is next month. All right. So I'm cool with this. If there has a story to it to lead to Survivor Series, I'm cool with that because like Survivor Series finally is getting back to the traditional style instead of this bragging rights brand split trash that's been going on for a number of years. So if we do a, you know, like kind of like a Judgment Day versus OC type of deal. Anderson Gallows, uh, style uh, Anderson, uh, Anderson Styles and Gallows. So that, I'm cool with that. But the only thing is now you got to put a female in there if you want to do a four, a traditional four and four. So then you well, have see, Rhea but, just there. Well, didn't didn't I didn't watch the pay per view, bro? Didn't Rhea Ripley lay out Beth Phoenix? Concerto, yep. Okay, so think about this, bro. Take the girls out of it then. You got Rhea Ripley versus Beth Phoenix. So mm-hmm. so take the girls out of it. So then you've got, okay, Anderson and Gallows and AJ against Baylor, Damian Priest, and uh, Dominic. Okay, well, like you said, well, what about Ray and Dominic? What about yeah. Edge? Like, <laughs> that's, what is, that's what's confusing about that. Like, right. So you have the three on three. So does that mean that Edge is going to make a run in, and then you still have Ray? Like you still have like this angle on this side. Yeah. Now you have AJ and Anderson and Gallows on this side against Judgment Day. So does two more people join Judgment Day? I just, to me, doesn't make sense, man. I, I don't. 
I don't get it. It just it just seems like they're just I would not I would not I would not be the the least bit surprised, bro, if, you know, like you said, maybe that's the, the Survivor Series match Anderson and Gallows and uh AJ against Dominic and then when when that clears then then Edge returns. I would yeah. not be the least bit surprised if you didn't see Eth and Beth Phoenix. Let's get this out of the yeah. way first. This is and once once that ends, that that that's what they do. But how many times have they done this with Brock now? Oh, I will get. Oh to Oh my that. god! Like we, I mean, bro, we will get to that. They just keep going back to that Ooh. well and that we well and that well that. and that well and like, okay, guys, we get it. Yeah. I'm gonna rant about that one. Purple Bond, ten dollars super chat, bro. Oh, he's mad. Vincent, li- listen, Vince, stop. That's what the video packages are for, bro. For casuals to learn about these guys, give time, bro. The video packages will come out. Wait a okay, minute. Here's, here's, wait, my, here's wait, my Chris Farley. I'd rather see you help TK. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Purple Bond. We have a live three-hour wrestling show, and as a casual fan, you're telling me that I should watch this live three-hour wrestling show for the packages? I should be watching this show for the packages, bro, so I could be educated on the Bullet Club when the Chiefs and the Raiders are on the other channel? Really, purple face? Really, bro? Seriously, bro? Come on, man. I, I thank you for the 10 bucks, but that's ridiculous, bro. Like, hmm, so let me really get into this. So let me say, okay, so package. Okay, bro. Okay, so we got let me let me wait. I don't know what's going on here. Let me wait for this video package. Yeah, don't worry about the Monday Night football score. Yeah, man. I gotta I gotta wait for this video package to see what's oh, going on. Oh, come on. And they didn't oh, even they didn't even have a video package that. about them. So you better you gotta do better than that, purple haze. Yes, indeed. Silent Bedelli with the 149 super sticker, my man. Thank you very much. Thank you, Purple Bond. Thank you, Silent But Deadly. Uh, let's get into the next segment, which is uh, your favorite, st- your your favorite segment, your favorite stable, Vince. Damage control. Okay. And Bailey well, doing a sit down interview, man. And what was she wearing? She was. Uh, did she wear the same uh, same new beard? clothes? <laughs> Oh, new clothes, clothes, bro. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome, Bailey. You're welcome, Becky. You're, you're you guys are welcome. You're welcome. That that a 61 year old man had to tell you you've been wearing the same clothes five weeks in a row. You're welcome. I got you a lot of heat, man. You're welcome, bro. You're welcome. <laughs> but yes, she uh, she had new attire for this show. Yeah, man. You uh you got a lot of heat for that, man. You got oh Becky God, talking. Bro. You got. Uh, Please. Uh, Ricochet and uh, your your boy Mustafa Ali. Um, for him to make a lot of noise on Twitter, we, we didn't see him on Raw this week. Bro, I got to tell you, M- Mustafa Ali, whatever, whatever he's calling himself these days, bro, with all due respect, after that retribution angle, I would have went off somewhere and just kind of slunk into a corner and never say another word. Because let me tell you something, bro. No angle in the world that I pitch could ever be worse than what you guys did with retribution. So, 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 so to kind of take a shot at something I pitched after you were involved in what bro, listen, arguably, 
that's right. That was right up there with the gobbledygook. Mm. If you look at the 10 worst uh, gimmicks in the history of Raw, that definitely is in the top 10. I, I, I just didn't, I wasn't buying it, man. It was just like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to throw a brick, uh, <laughs> throw a brick on the office and make a lot of noise and just, uh, start cutting off ring ropes. And this leads to who's behind the mask. Ali, you know, and it's like, oh, I told you, I told you, Vince, because I remember you're you were trying to give a little bit of something to it, like we'll see where it goes. And I'm like, man, this is DOA because I said, if it's not something, if it's not someone like a John Cena who joins right. or something, this thing is DOA. And every time we were talking about releasing a raw, I kept saying. The more time they give retribution, this better be a good payoff. I remember saying that this better be a good payoff. And when Ali, I mean, you know, Ali's a good little hand, as uh, D- Dutch Mantel would say. But I'm like, okay, I get the fact that you just wanted to try something different. Okay, with Ali at the helm. But Ali isn't pushed enough, and he never was, to make him being the guy May it doesn't boost or give you interest in a retribution faction. Now, if the payoff was somebody huge like Cena or somebody, that would be major. But Ali being the leader, I think that made some interest just tank, you know. Yeah. What I mean, because people were like, eh. Bro, I, I can't see that. That's the thing, bro. I can't pitch ideas because my ideas have so many different levels to them, and it takes a certain amount of period of time to get it over. And it's so over their heads because when I think about when I think about how hot at the time the defund the police was, and you you have a cop that could be a racist cop. To me, what I think about immediately, bro, is I think about the end of the story, which is redemption. Yeah. Redemption. So if redemption comes at the end of it, you got a beautiful story, bro. Mm-hmm. And you 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 got a you got a good feel moment that could really have impact on a lot of things. Yeah. But when, when you can't understand the layers of that, then I, I don't, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, man. I mean, and I, like, I, you know, like, I, like I said with you before, even if, even if there is disagreement right. you know, with, right. with the, okay. So yeah, maybe that's a little edgy. I don't necessarily agree with the racist cop, but what about this? You know I mean? Like, that's just grown men disagreeing and trying to find the common ground. You know what I mean? That's the, but at the same time, you know, calling someone a, you know, uh, oh, bro, this may have been the biggest, biggest mistake on the show. This is what I don't get. Who's the guy? Purple Haze, Purple Haze, come back on here. You, You don't even have to donate nothing. Come back on here and explain this to me. If you're, if you're going to defend their booking, and how I'm going to be into the gun club because of packages. Chris, Chris, can I ask you this question? Can I ask you this simple Packages. Yep, what's up? You've got Roman Reigns on the show. You do. Roman Reigns opens the show. Why in God's name would you have Roman Reigns leaving the show? Let, 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 Let me explain to you on two parts why that is absolutely horrible. Okay, you got Roman Reigns on the show. You you should paint the picture 
that with Roman Reigns there, anything can happen. Yeah. Maybe Roman, maybe bro, the opening segment is Roman Reigns bumps into DX. Hmm. Oh, is are they going to bust the? There are so many teases you could set up, but no, bro. In the middle of the show, we know Reigns is no longer in the building. Like, why would you do that? Then Reigns himself says. I ain't sticking around for this show. Mm. We're in Manhattan. I'm, yeah, yeah. What, what, what are you doing? So why should I? Exactly, bro. Yeah. It, this show was not good enough right, for, for a guy on your roster to stick yeah. around and see DX. Why right. would you do that, bro? And if I'm there, if I'm there and I'm looking at this show and I'm seeing they're showing on the Titan Tron Roman Reigns leaving and going right. to Manhattan. If I'm a Roman Reigns fan, I'm leaving and going to Manhattan to see. Why if I would can you, see Roman Chris? Reigns. Again, Purple Haze. Somebody explain to me why you would do that. Why would you say in the middle of the show Roman Reigns is no longer on the show? Any yeah. people who for he's no longer here, and this show wasn't good enough for Roman Reigns to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Who? What the heck is Dexter's motive, according to Lewis? Oh my God. We'll, we'll get to that too. Yes, bro. We, we will get to that. Keep that in keep that in mind, Lewis. We will get to that, my man. Thank you for the ten dollars super chat. Uh, Ty, ten dollars. Hey, what do you think about WWE hiring Rob Fee, a former Marvel Comics and Disney writer? On one hand, Vince gets his wish, and the other hand, Marvel Comics has big dog crap. Has been have been dog crap the last. That's a that's a great question, Ty Salters, bro. You've got to understand when an outside writer is hired with no wrestling experience, and I don't care if they're writing for Disney, and I don't care if they're writing for Marvel Comics, they now are a threat. So this is where you have the guys who have been in the business forever and who've been involved in create creative, make sure that these people are nothing more than get my coffee, sharpening my pencils, take mm-hmm. notes. And what they do, bro, is they intimidate the crap out of the people. Bro, a story just came out in Brian Gerwitz's book that I was I I I I I I was aware of it, but he really solidified it for me. This is how it happens, guys, just so you understand. So, bro, in 2002, the ratings we had built up were gone. We're gone. So Vince McMahon has me over to his house for two private meetings. Nobody knows about those private meetings. Uh, we make an agreement, money-wise, and a deal. Not even Stephanie knew that Vince McMahon hired me, okay? And I said, when it came down to it, I said, okay, Vince, how are we going to do this? Now that you've hired me and I've accepted the money, how are we going to do this? He said, oh, just show up at the pay-per-view. I said, no, I'm not doing that. That's not the right way to do it. He says, well, the writers will be in tomorrow. You know, go go meet with the writers, So, okay, fine, no problem, bro. So I went and met with the writers, and Vince left. Now, bro, you got to understand, I already know in my mind since Vince left, these guys are going to bury me to Vince. No matter what I say, they're going to bury me because if Vince hires me, 
there's no need for any of them. Mm-hmm. He's, he's hiring me because their ratings are in the crapper. That's why he has hired me. And sure enough, Gewurz in his book says, Michael Hayes, bro. Michael Hayes made it a point to Vince that I had not been watching the shows. Oh, wow. Chris, of course I hadn't been watching the shows. They sucked. I, I, I was running my own business at the time. The show sucked. I wasn't watching the show. Why, why would I watch the shows? And, of course, Michael Hayes used that. So that's my point, bro. When, when they bring in these outsiders, those wrestling people that have been, you know, the Heymans and the Hayeses and the Pritchards, and people like that, bro, they they th- those people are going to be nothing but note takers. Right. They're never going to be in a position to have any kind of an influence. Speaking of note taking, take notes that your girl Candice LeRae Larue beat uh, Bailey. Man, how about that? And didn't they just beat Bailey at the pay per view too? Yes, she's lost twice. She lost. Here's here's my here's my problem with this. You beat Bailey loses twice in a matter of three days. She loses Saturday and Monday. All right. But then she gets the upper hand against the champion who's supposed to look big, who's supposed to look unstoppable, who's supposed to look uh, greater than some random, you know, segment by someone who's lost twice. To me, this segment fell super flat to me because it's like, okay, you have Candice LeRae. Why, why, first of all, why does Bianca care about, you know, uh, saving Candace LeRae <clears throat> and knowing that it's going to be uh, outnumbered? She's going to be outnumbered. But for some reason, they decide to bring her out. Then she gets attacked, but she already beat Bailey. So she really doesn't have anything to attack her for other than maybe saving a friend. And how do we know that Candace LeRae and ba- Bianca are friends? Though these are the things, these are the nuances and the dots that needs to be connected from instead of for me. Okay, so why is she here? Why why does she come out? Why is Candace? Okay, why is Anderson and Gallows back? But then there's Edge and then stuff like this. I shouldn't be trying to connect dots every week. Well, yeah, bro, it's 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 the same thing, bro. You know, obviously, like all the talk was, you know. You know, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt. And I'm sitting here and I'm saying, wait a minute, bro. The last time we saw him, it was The Fiend and it was the Firefly Funhouse. Mm -hmm. That Bray Wyatt with with the light gimmick we hadn't seen him since I, I think he got killed in a fire with Randy Orton or something. So wait, wait a minute. How, how are we back to that guy? Like that, that's what I mean. And here's another question, Chris, let me throw another question on top of what you just said. Oscar and Alexa bliss have been there every single week for the last yeah. two months. Where are they this week? They took the night off this week. Because they thought LaRue was going to do the, the trick, but uh, she she didn't. That's, you, you, you just said something, bro, that is so key, connecting these freaking dots. You've got to try to make some sense out of this yeah. stuff, bro. You've got to, man. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to be responsible for trying to connect the dots every week. You right. know what I mean? Like, I, give me intrigue. Give me, like, 
navigate me and lead me through this show. You know, I mean, we're talking, we talk about Dahmer, you know, as far as that being one of the hottest things on TV right now. If I knew nothing about Jeffrey Dahmer, I would, it would make sense as far as them going through, you know, the timeline of when he did what he did. And so now I'm gaining awareness about Jeffrey Dahmer. It's, 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 a, unfortunately it's based on real things, but at the same time, it gives me an uh, understanding of why. And the thing is that's over with, so, you know, episode one's over with, there's a cliffhanger. And then the next episode is a cliffhanger and it connects the dots for me from the last episode. And then episode three, there's one and two. It all makes sense. And then you connect the dots with them. And that's how episodic television works. And they've been doing this for 30 years yeah. and they should know this, man. That's the crazy yeah. part of it. Yep. Uh, next, we have uh, the, the Miz's birthday party celebration. Get another Dexter Loomis attack segment. Bro, this blew me away. Like, I, I obviously, n n nobody there knows anything about freaking baseball, obviously. Because we're going to the punchline that she gives him a baseball bat, and it's autographed by Jose Ramirez, not Aaron Judge, because the Yankees are now playing the Cleveland Guardians. Yes, they are. Bro, meanwhile, the Mets, who won over 100 games and were supposed to win this whole thing, got eliminated yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's the story, bro. <laughs> Not the Yankees and the Indians. You're in New York and the Mets crap the bed, bro. Yeah. 101 wins. They were supposed to roll over the Padres. And when you're not talking about that is yeah, that's heel? nuclear heat, man. Like, that's, that's come heat. on, bro. Yeah. And listen, Chris, let me break the news to you, too. The minor league team of the Mets, bro, happens to be the Brooklyn Cyclones, bro. Mm. Like, how you went to the Yankees, <laughs> I have no freaking idea. That drove oh, me crazy. But I don't know if that drove me more crazy, that cheap heat with, you know, Kevin Durant and all that. Um, then, you know, Loomis's head is in the box. Then, oh, my God, bro, more. Bro, listen, I, I sold a cake for Ric Flair once, okay? And I, I was in that yeah. cake. If you're going to sell a cake, sell a cake. That was so weak. Then, um, you know, him popping the balls and eating the cake. This was another one that that fell so yeah, flat. But forget all this. Give him a pass for this, Chris. What's happening next week? Exactly what you said last week, guys. We you do know they don't know where to go with this. He's at the house, he's in the car, he's in the here. They don't know where to go. You know it's going to a match. We yep. said that six weeks ago, bro. Yep. And what's what what is the match now if he wins. He gets, and and he gets a contract. Well, and, and you know, thank God, Shawn Michaels was around to make this match. I mean, <laughs> what the guy DX was twenty five years ago, but somehow Shawn Michaels has the clout to make yeah, this yeah, match. Yeah. So what is it if he wins? He gets a contract. But and if, if he, he loses, loses, he's done. He's done. That's yeah. it. Well, Shawn Michaels was the one who actually threw the contract. Road Dog was saying that he keeps to keep his uh, his uh, uh, gonads 
you know, uh, and you know, I'm like, oh, okay, like, <laughs> why does that even matter? Oh, you get to keep a contract. Oh, okay. But he comes every week, though. He doesn't even get arrested anymore. Like, he just goes. And like, now he's going to have a contract. Way. Bro, he broke into the dude's house and yes. God knows what to his kids. And next week, he's going to have a contract. And if he doesn't has a if he doesn't have a contract, he's trespassing. Like, why is he why is he in the ring, staying in the ring, walking around the ring? If someone from the front row were just to go in the ring with no contract, security would swamp them. And where's the, the no where's the other dude? Where's the other dude? Where's the other guy? AJ over the, over, where's that dude? <laughs> oh my god, bro. How, how weak? Like, it, it doesn't get any weaker than that. Yeah. It just doesn't, bro. It just, they're going to have a match next week. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of week, uh, uh, we have another DX segment uh, with the enhancement talent. Uh, but the enhancement talent gets crushed by Omos. What are we doing here? Is is this building up to Omos getting squashed by Goldberg at Crown Jewel? Bro, let me, let, let me, if, if Purple Haze is out there, you know, and he wants to defend the WWE, again, I'm just going to throw out a question out there to Sports Key to Nation. Just one simple question. Chris, how many squash matches have there been now? At least half a oh, dozen, gosh. right? At least six. Since when? I, I don't know. But my, my, my question is, have, have these have all these squash matches gotten almost any more over oh, than he was when he started this no, thing? No, 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 no. Not, nothing. They, they've done nothing for him, bro. Zero. Uh, he squashed this week, squashed two weeks ago, uh, squash handicap on August 8th. Um, he so those three squashes over the past two months, a couple, yeah, a couple months, three squashes over the past uh two months, and he's beat you know other people. Um, yeah, he beat Ezekiel in four minutes. Um, uh, that was main event, but on Raw, yeah, the, over the past few months of three squash matches, he beat Brittle in uh June. And they was they they kept them off for a while because they didn't know what the heck to do with them. So, and now they're bringing them back for squashes over the past couple of months. And for what? I have no idea, bro. I think they're again, man. I think that they're trying to build something, some steam with him. I I still think, man. I think he's going to be squashed by Goldberg. I don't. I don't. I don't I'm not. I'm not doubting that for a second. Nope. I'm not doubting that for a second. They're trying to get that Saudi feel. And that's that Saudi, you know, uh, uh, allure, and they're going to bring Goldberg in. Man. So, uh, next we have Bobby Lashley cutting an earring. See, to me, I hated this segment. I hated everything about this segment, <clears throat> and even even the Rollins thing, because first of all, if Lashley is someone you need to protect the most uh, on the roster, he he's legit. He looks like he can beat anybody in the back. And he's a baby face that you can count on that the fans are really into. And he's the U.S. champion. He's the one who can be Roman Reigns. He's the one who looks good to represent the Raw brand because Reigns is typically on SmackDown every week. So what you did with this, someone who you need to protect as a baby face, who's legit, who's a legit shoot fighter, first of all, uh, military veteran. What you do is you have someone, you have Brock Lesnar came, come in first time he's been there in two and a half months 
He comes in for Lashley, someone who had he had a match with nine months ago. He comes in, beats up Lashley. So that basically just talk about Dexter Loomis knife to the to the big giant ball. That deflates the heck out of him. And then you have him selling the arm. Seth Rollins, who's a heel, does a heel thing, talks about him being a soldier, which was very heelish. And then he he allure, he gets the crowd reaction as a heel, and that buries the face again. And then he wins and celebrates like a baby face. This whole thing to me was absolutely trash i i despise this whole segment man it made bobby lassie look like a punk man it was horrible and let me tell you what's even worse chris what's even worse bro oh my god chris when you're shooting pre-tapes okay you've got your cart with your audio equipment your cameras everything you need there's always a cart bro and what is the most important thing on the cart Okay, bro, you have at least three spritz bottles Mm. because a lot of these things are supposed to be shot after a match. This was pre-tape. You could tell this was pre. Lashley is not even sweating. After what he just went through out there, bro, the guy isn't. Can you not at least spritz the guy, bro, so it makes him look like he was sweating? This was freaking horrible. In order to catch that emotion, bro, this interview should have been done right on the other side of the gorilla position just as he came through the curtain. Mm. They should have got his comments right there. This was pre-taped hours earlier and it did not fit the scene that just happened i just again man i think you you don't do that to the people who are there every week man you just don't i mean to give lastly a payday a lesnar payday now i do think this is going to lead to lastly versus lesnar and crown jewel i do think last is going to get over lesnar Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like Lesnar gets pops every time he comes. Like it just to me, it just doesn't make sense. It, I don't think this helps Lashley, even if he beats Lesnar. If you want, you want to protect him as the babyface, he should be the babyface of Raw, especially Cody's gone. What again, Vince? I've asked you this question before. What top babyface, legit top babyface, do they have on Raw right now? We talked about rock stars, right? Who was the rock star of Raw right now? The top babyface. Who who is it? I I guess the closest. Argano. No, I I bro. I would guess the closest to that, just based on how often he is used, is probably Riddle. Yeah, it is. But he's he feels so mid though. He does. But I'm just saying. You said who is the guy? That that's probably the guy. But he doesn't feel that way. He doesn't feel it. He doesn't feel it, and he loses. He wins. He loses, and it's like there he's not being protected at all. You know, so, again, he, I think they dropped the ball huge with Lashley here on this segment. See, and there's certain things, man. There, Vince, there's certain things that can really derail a character's trajectory, and that can really, like, kill momentum. 
I think this segment could have killed the momentum of uh, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, and I, again, I understand it seems like the comeuppance is Brock, you know, be, getting beat by Lashley. But at the same time, Brock is starting to lose a lot and come back and lose. I know it's a money thing for him, but then all of a sudden, if you get these Brock comes comebacks just to lose, that starts to make it not yeah. seem as as good. Like like Goldberg, like he would come back and lose and come back and lose. It's like ah, you're starting to lose it now. You're starting to lose it when you're just coming back to lose. So I don't. I'm not a fan of it, man. This was a horrible segment. And then after all this, you get a new U.S. champ who's a heel, by the way, playing to the the playing to the crowd like a babyface, which I can't stand. Then we get Matt Riddle and Sami Zayn. I think this fell all the way flat, man. I just I, I wasn't a big fan of this match. It just is. It, it didn't make sense for it to be the main the main event match for. for and again, bro, especially when they set it up at the beginning with, you know, Riddle wanted Roman Reigns, and nah, you can't get me, but you can get this guy. Yeah. <laughs> and and I'm gonna go to Manhattan. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that's how important this match was. Right. And I'm pretty sure there's a bunch of people who uh, <laughs> went to Manhattan because of the reaction wasn't as strong as it was. Um, the yes segment was the end of the show tonight, and uh, it was just a regular segment. No interferences, so kudos to you. You were right. You said it's just uh, them going to they're, – they're just going to come out and – make it about themselves and that's it. And that's what happened. It you know, it's funny, bro, because first of all, you know, this was about eight minutes. I think, uh, I'm very, 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 very grateful that, um, X-Pac did put over China, uh, which was very, yes, very, very, very yes. important. Yeah. But I just, okay, bro, this is the season premiere. So we, we've got the 25th year anniversary of DX. So they're basically going to go out to the ring and literally just repeat everything they did yeah. 25 years ago. That That's yeah. what they did. Yep. And my point is, it's like, okay, bro, so you're doing that to pop a number. That That's all it was for. It, you know, it, it didn't get anybody over. It didn't set up any story. That's all it was for. And my question is like, okay, bro. Well, what about next week? Yeah. Like, so what? Exactly. Okay, so exactly. you're, you're, you're going to pop a number that last segment. You're going to come out. You're going to say the same exact stuff you did 25 years ago. Okay, bro. And what about next? Where's week? the cliffhanger at? That's that's the thing. And then they slid right before that. They slid the Elias segment uh, announcement in there. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they they slid that in there just. He's been gone for months. Oh, Elias is coming back next week. Okay, let's go back. Let's go to DX. It just bro, what, why why wouldn't you at least they're in the ring? Buh, 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 buh. DX music playing, they're crotch chopping and doing all that shit. Lights out. He's got the whole world. Okay, people start flickering the gimmicks. Lights up. Braze in the wing in the ring. Lights out, swoosh, wear off the air. Why? He didn't have to do anything. He didn't have to touch anybody. You leave it totally up to the imagination. Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that, bro? Because they're plugging him for SmackDown, man. They they didn't have enough uh, confidence to put him on Raw, which would have made sense. And even if even at the very end when they were <sighs> celebrating, 
if they would have just did the segment that they did for Bray beforehand after that at the end. At least it would have called, uh, been a cliffhanger. You have to understand, Vince, this was a season premiere with no cliffhanger. Why would I want to watch the rest of the season if the season from premiere has no cliffhanger? Who does that? Who, who books like that? Yeah, this is a season premiere. I'm excited about the season. Oh, there's no cliffhanger. And especially if I'm if I'm new to this and I'm watching this for next week and I'm like, okay, where the where DX go? Like I I came back for DX. Oh, where'd they go? Oh, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm, I swear to out. God, bro, this I I really believe like this was this was probably part of the reason why uh, we didn't continue on the um, consulting contract with USA Network mm. because. If they're promoting him at Raw, if they're promoting him at SmackDown, that's what I'm saying to USA Network. I'm saying, bro, that's okay with you guys? Like, wait a minute. Why why do they get Bray Wyatt? And, bro, the new regime that took over USA Network, they they would have known I'm a thousand percent right, but they would have been too afraid to make any freaking Mm. fuss. And, and, and that's why. So you hear this stuff from Vince and Vince is stating the obvious. Well, you know what, bro, if you don't want to, if you're not going to do anything about it, you don't want to hear about it. But that's that, a good that, point. Yeah, that's well, a good point. I would feel some type of like I would I would be upset. Absolutely. That, and here's the thing, Vince, not only is Bray getting getting pro- pro- advertised on Raw to be on SmackDown. Which there are two different networks, right? Fox is getting free pub right. on behalf of USA, right? So I'm I'm upset about that, right? And then your champion yep. of Raw, who's typically only on SmackDown, he comes on Raw just to leave Raw halfway through. Like these yeah. things here, bro. We brutal. would be sa- I'd be saying all that. We'd be saying all that. That's exactly yeah. what we would be putting in the report. Like guys, you've got to protect your brand. Yeah. Why the hell is Bray Wyatt going on? What are you getting? Bailey? Right. <laughs> Did they get Bray? We get Bailey? And new gear though. At least she has new gear. We get Bailey, we'll be get Bailey new gear. Clearly they've been watching the shows, but well, I don't want to say nothing for that. He did have new gear on that. <laughs> Clearly, they've been watching the shows, Vince. There's something about what Vince Russo says. Something they they're they're interested in saying because hey, we got Bailey with new gear, and uh, how come we didn't see Ali this week, man, on the, on the show? I'm still waiting. I'm still tr- I'm still trying to figure out how. Becky turned from the man to the Terminator and Seth turned from the Messiah <laughs> to the Joker. I don't know. Maybe, maybe Purple Haze, did I miss those packages? Did, did they show packages, bro, how we went from the Messiah to the Joker? Did I did I miss those episodes, bro? As a casual fan, you're supposed to watch the whole three hours, Vince, so you can uh, see the packages. The video packages, it changes the day. It changes the game. That's like watching a show. And doesn't know you don't know anything about it, and then you watch like hmm, let me watch let me wait for these video packages throughout <laughs> the show to see <laughs> to get a better understanding <laughs> of what the show. Is. Oh man, bro, that's the thing, bro. I swear, like the, the, you know, WWE supporters, and uh, here's here's why I love baseball. 
WWE supporters in AEW, no matter how rotten it is, bro, they will argue with you to the core. Let me tell you something, bro. There isn't one New York Met fan who woke up this morning defending the Mets, bro. Not one. Not one, bro. You had every Met fan on the planet cutting promos on that team. But WWE and AEW fans, bro, no matter how bad it is, no matter how it doesn't make any sense, bro, they're going to put it over to the moon. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. And you know good and well, Vince, I'm a huge Ohio State fan. Yes. Ohio State loses. If they would have lost against Michigan State, you better be <laughs> that going skippy. Yeah. I wouldn't have not defend them one iota. Yep. I do not. I absolutely not. I'm yep. not defending Ohio State if they yep. lose against Michigan State. So, I mean, come on now. I mean, like, you're right, man. I don't care if you know people are out. I don't care if the, the wide receiver is out. I know the potential of Ohio State. I know that they're the best offense in the league right now. And if they lose against a, 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 a team that doesn't have very good defense, I'm not putting them over. Right, right, right. I'm spending more time roasting them yep. on my socials than I'm putting them over. And if the product isn't good, I'm not going to be like, Okay, well, you know, they, they they didn't have their, you know, right receiver. You know, one of the right receivers out, one of the defensive line was out. Man, you can't say that. No, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say that. If I'm a passionate fan and I want Ohio State to be better as a team, I'm not putting them over for right. doing something they're right. supposed to be doing. Right. And, and all you have to do is ask yourself this question. If you're one of these people, all you have to do is ask yourself this question. Did they put on the best show they possibly could and if your answer to that is yes well those people that put on that show should not be employed by the company they should not if that is their best bro they should not have a job with that company yeah i mean we see it in the ratings right i mean like it's 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 embarrassing to have a a 1.5 1.6 1.7 rating i mean that's that's something that you shouldn't be heralding over when the product is dipping in ratings i mean that's that's just bad business hey our product is dipping in ratings but we're still going to do the same thing and we're not going to have any type of shakeups. we're going to bring people from nxt we're going to have long uh, long matches that draws out two or three segments we're going to have the same type of storyline and different you know colors every single week the same thing drawn out over and over again there's no shakeup, man. And this is the season premiere of the Wild. This is the and, season. And, and the, 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 these, these are the people. I, again, bro, this is why I don't know if it's ignorance. I, I really don't know what it is, but let, let's be honest. DX came out and they did their entire shtick from 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Now, you mean to tell me there is an audience out there? that is going to put that over and say that was awesome when the masses, here's what the masses are going to say. The masses are going to say, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. You're going to put over. These guys said exactly what they said 25 years ago when there were five other creative spots, they could have been used on this show. And you're going to put that over. That just goes to show that that's what they, that's what they're confident in, in closing the show right now. 
they're cl- they're confident in a segment from 25 years ago to be the thing that closes the show. Right. They're not confident in anything else in the show except for that. This segment could have been in the very beginning and done. Yep. It could have been in the middle and done. But they said, you know what? We're going to, there's nothing, there wasn't anything that came out of it. Nothing that led to any cliffhangers. We're the most confident that this segment is the best thing to close the whole three-hour show. And if that's the case, that's a huge problem because you don't have confidence in what you have. You're going back to the well from 25 years ago to close and close a whole three-hour show. Right. So that's that, that's not a really good sign of uh, your confidence in your current product. So yeah. we shall see where this goes. Uh, until then, ladies and gentlemen, this guy right here. Vince Russo, former WCW World Heavyweight Chairman. Tell them about the brand and channel attitude. Yeah, guys, just go to channelattitude.com. Russo'sbrand.com is under that umbrella. You can see all the shows we do on a weekly basis with many, many, many uh, former stars from the wrestling world. Check it out, channelattitude.com. Follow him at the Vince Russo. You see it underneath his name. Follow me at Chris Prolific. You see it underneath my name. Until then, ladies and gentlemen, until next week, this is the Legion of Raw. Shalom!